top three stocks for August 2023. We use a secret app to find three hot stocks that could perform very well in August. And we're going to do a deep dive into all three. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the top three stocks for August 2023. Okay, so using this secret app, we've been able to identify three stocks that have historically performed very well in this upcoming month of August 2023. And I think it's important that we have a look at them because they are relatively time sensitive. Mm. So make sure you tune into the end of this episode. So I guess we could jump right into it. Yep. Let's not waste anybody's time. First one we want to talk about uh, would be Comstock Resources. Yep. So if you've looked at the S&P 500 this year or the NASDAQ, stock market's been on fire. A lot of companies are up. You know, you look at Upstart, uh, Riot, some of the other projects we've talked about previously are up like two, 300%. Mm. This one year to date is down 3% at time of recording. But if you look at it from a cyclical perspective, it does quite well around the summertime. For sure. So seasonal stocks are very interesting because, you know, when you when we start to talk about Comstock Resources and what they do, you understand. It's it's not just a random tech company that has a, a 12-month-a-year business. Comstock Resources is natural gas. And when is the most energy and gas consumed? The winter time, right? So this is a headline. Warren Buffett massively added to his bet on liquefied natural gas last week with Bertha, Berkshire Hathaway agreeing to buy a company called Dominion Energy Share in a $3 billion deal. So he didn't invest in Comstock Resources, but he's clearly natural saying gas. natural gas is ready to run. So right there, you know, if one of the smartest investors in the world is looking at natural gas, when it's down, the price of natural gas is down, that's, that's a huge green flag. So I went back and tracked uh, how Comstock has done from August until, let's say, January over, this, over the past, like, 10 years. Mm. So in 2017, it saw a 340% increase. The year, year following, 60% decrease. All right, so 2019, 70% increase. The following year, down 30%. 2021, 120% increase. 2022, down 56%. Where are we now? We're due, baby. In 2023, because it's cyclical, right? Yeah. It goes up yeah. and down, yeah. up and down. And it follows the price of natural gas so i pulled this chart i'll try to get it uh, up on screen for you guys and it's a chart showing natural gas prices and it, it ebbs and flows and right now it's sitting at the bottom so their second quarter results are coming out july 31st um, recent earnings reports missed the reason why is because the price of natural gas is sitting at all-time low so yep. they're not gener they're not generating as much but as you can see from this chart the price of natural gas goes back up. So the reason why Warren Buffett's putting money in, there's a reason why we're talking about Comstock Resources. Yep. Natural gas prices are down 70%. They're not going to stay down there. Yeah. 
It's a seasonal pick. It's a cyclical pick. This is the time when we want to be loading up on natural gas companies, and Comstock Resources is one of our favorites in the sector. You know, natural gas just in general is kind of something we've talked about a lot on this show because it is kind of towards the renewable side, the sustainable side of energy. You know, oil and gas, I think, is also prime for a run stocks-wise, but natural gas kind of sits towards that more renewable energy, so I think it's something that we like. And you also have to realize that natural gas is a global commodity, and you have to realize that Ukraine is one of the largest exports of natural gas in the world. And there is this, uh, and Russia. So you have to realize that there's this fight that's still going on in Europe, and a lot of the exports are being hindered. So Comstock Resources has the lowest production costs in the industry, mm. and they have access to global export facilities in the Gulf, meeting the demand for Europe because they're not able to get their natural gas from the area that they normally get it from. Yep. Comstock Resources is primed and they're sitting in the perfect position. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones has a significant stake in Comstock Resources as well. Go Cowboys. That's it, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. I had to throw in and come a huge Cowboy fan. 100%. I love it. No, so that's that's a good point. You know, you always have to keep track of world events, especially in stocks. You know, crypto is maybe a little bit different, but uh, with, with world events, like, you know, what supplies are being cut off because of conflicts that has to do with stocks, right? So actually... Supply and demand. Supply and demand. We do have another stock that we're going to talk about today that is specifically about supply being affected from the conflict in Europe, Ukraine, and Russia. I think let's say that one to the end because it's a really interesting one that I don't think anyone would be talking about. But let's move on to the second one in in spite of that. Okay. So that's uh, Enphase Solar. Yes. So Enphase Solar, again, it's a stock we've talked about on this show a lot. Enphase Solar was one of the biggest gainers for any tech stock in 2022. Right. Solar energy went on a massive run. Now, the NASDAQ has been ripping in 2023, but solar has been on a massive dip. What do we like to do? Buy low, buy the dips. Solar energy is not going anywhere. The solar ener- the global solar power market is expected to be worth around $400 billion, growing at an average rate of 7.5% per year. This is why solar energy stocks were on such a tear last year, even though the st- uh, stock market in general was down. But if you look at the headlines coming out across the world, governments are spending billions, if not trillions, towards renewable energy as a whole. And solar energy comprises more than 50% of all renewables when you talk about wind, batteries, hydro. Solar is the most important one. It's becoming cheaper to put in solar panels. And Enphase, making the, the tools needed for solar, is one of the leaders. So sticking to the energy side of things, um, they're ramping up operations in Europe right now why is this such a big deal well with the conflicts in russia the fact that what um they're some of the leading energy they provide a lot of energy to all of europe they're gonna have to start relying on the power of the sun so they just put one uh one new manufacturing facility in europe and they just did three more in the u.s so they're ramping up they should have a very robust 2024 we look at the revenue 624 million in 2019 in 2022, 2.3 billion. Mm. Like this is a, a, a stock that's down 30% year to date. And look at the, what the revenue is doing. Look at where they're starting to build their new manufacturing facilities. Look at the tailwinds they're going to receive. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I was looking at their uh, latest financials as well. As you said, all the numbers are up except for their cash on hand. And all that shows that they're reinvesting they're their building. profits 
into the company. Yeah. You know, they're not just sitting on cash waiting for a rainy day. They're using all this money they're making by being one of the best solar companies in the world and reinvesting it into the company. And I think that's going to pay dividends moving forward as the solar energy sector kind of starts to curl. And you can even start to look at the solar energy charts, not just Enphase. There's a solar ETF called like Sun or something like that where it's like all... Sunrun? Yeah. Yep. Well, Sunrun is a different company. Oh, okay, but yeah. the solar ETF, yep. and you can start to see that chart. It's curling. Right. This is the time when I want to be buying solar energy companies, not at the top of the 2022 bull run, but at the bottom when you've already put in that base... Solar energy is starting to come back in a favor. And one of the other things I wanted to mention along with the, the proliferation of solar in general, the cost to install solar energy has dropped by more than 60% over the last decade. So that's why now, like when you said, countries that want to get off of, you know, Russian oil or all that stuff, now they can actually afford to do it. Mm. It was like five, 10 years ago, it's too expensive. You can't actually turn a whole country onto solar when it's outrageously expensive. Now it's becoming efficient enough where you can do it. And I think long-term, not just for August 2023, I think long-term, Enphase is a massive winner. And one thing I really want to highlight here is a uh, market that is expected to grow 5X by 2026. Mm. And that's battery storage. So they have another product line, IQ Batteries, where they just started shipping out to Europe, France, Netherlands, Spain, Switzerland. And it's these residential batteries that allow the consumer to store their power and then utilize it whenever they want. So I used to sell solar um, previously when I was living in Australia. And what you tend to realize is that when you're at, you have to use the power. So you have to be at like at home and start using all the power during the day. You can't store it. Mm. Batteries are expensive, all these right. things. But now what these residential consumers can do is they can harness the power of the sun and then they can use it at night. Still uh, reducing their electricity costs. That's huge. They can also resell this power onto the grid as well. So I like these IQ batteries and the fact that they're shipping them out across the world right now, it could be another revenue uh, generator for a company that is already growing tremendously. Yeah, 100%. I think, yeah, Enphase, we like solar energy. We like Enphase. The chart looked good right now. That's why we think it's primed for a run in August and beyond. Hey, Biden wants 100% renewable energy in the U.S. by 2035. You got to do it with the solar panels. That's it. That's it. All right. So now moving on to our last pick and probably the most interesting pick because people are definitely overlooking this one. And this goes back to, again, events that are going on in Europe, the Russia-Ukraine conflict. It's leading to supply shortages. So what is this hidden gem stock that we're talking about? Well, this one is down 12% year to date. Uh, and <laughs> you know, we like to look at the, the mass media and what are they saying? What are the reports saying? Because typically we like to counter trade what they're doing because they could be using, you know, the everyday retailer as um, exit liquidity. Right. So there was this World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates forecast that came out that says everything's going to be A-OK. <laughs> 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 Predicted the world would have ample supply of what we're about to discuss here. Well, sure enough, this is not looking like it's the case. No. So we're talking about wheat. So this is an ETF that tracks the prices of wheat. Um, there's been a couple massive things that have occurred that totally contradict this world ag agricultural supply and demand forecast. Yeah. One is the Black Sea deal that was Russia's kind of like backing out of because they just bombed the Ukraine ports, mm. which is where like a, a third, like something like Ukraine's like one of the top exporters of wheat in the world. Exactly. That port has just been destroyed. Yep. So where's the world going to be getting their wheat from? Exactly. And they're burning their wheat fields. Massive <laughs> fields of wheat in Ukraine are being burnt due to the conflict. So you're destroying their ports. You're burning the wheat. 
You have the mass media saying, oh, everything's all good. Yeah. So this to me has a massive setup for a run on wheat stocks. So this thing went from $7 to $12 during the height of the initial uh, global conflict in uh, February 2022. People knew immediately, oh, oh shit, Russia is invading Ukraine. All of the top supplies from Ukraine are going to be on a massive supply strain. So the wheat fund went from 7 to 12 It nearly doubled, which is a lot. This is an ETF basically, right? Now it's back at 7 so it's back at pre-war levels. But mm. if you look at what's happening in the conflict in Ukraine, it's only getting worse for the supply of wheat. The ports are gone. The wheat itself, the fields are being destroyed. And the stock is back down to pre-war levels. This, to me, smells like opportunity. And something you need to realize is the price per bushel, the way that wheat's measured, is down 50% from mm. its all-time high in March 2022, which is when the original attacks occurred. One other thing to consider is the renewed wave of dryness that is sweeping across the U.S. at the moment. Mm. Drought. So the U.S. is unable to produce the same levels of wheat that they are, that you can to be able to keep up with um, the demand because wheat is used for practically everything around the world. Yep. Bread. You know what I mean? Like pastas. Like everything. cheap yeah. cheap things that people can consume. Yep. They can no longer get. In so, a recession as well, people need cheap food. That's the thing. So this one looks poised to see an absolute tear, to go yeah. on an absolute tear due to these environmental factors and geopolitical events. Yeah, you got to look at geopolitical macro factors, all that kind of stuff. And if you look at the three stocks we picked today, you know, the NASDAQ has been ripping, Texas have been ripping, but we didn't pick those stocks no. because those stocks have already been ripping. We're looking past that. We're looking to what's going to happen next. And I think you're going to see money filter into these other sectors due to geopolitical, macroeconomic factors, all this kind of stuff, which, you know, you might not be hearing the mass media talk about because they don't want you to know about it because they're probably buying this wheat ETF as well. Yeah. You know, and again, it, this is not just one wheat company. It's an ETF that comprises all of the companies involved in the wheat industry. Yeah. So, you know, you're not going to see 100x gains. This is about diversifying your portfolio. And I know a lot of our listeners are crypto specific, but we preach diversification of your portfolio. It's always nice to be covered in the stock market and the crypto market. The stock market as a whole has outperformed the crypto market this year. Mm. Stock markets have been ripping. Yeah. So if you're a crypto head and you're watching this episode for the first time, like just start to research stocks because it's a good way to kind of hedge your portfolios. You know, you get rug pulled from crypto, but at least if you start to store in some of these ETFs, more long-term stocks, it gives a bit, a bit of stability moving forward. Yeah, like an allocation of a small percentage of a portfolio to some of these for sure. Yeah. Um, if there's any other companies or stocks we should be looking at for the month of August, or maybe the month after, we can do another episode for mm. top stock for September. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, we're going to continue using this secret app that we got, mm. uh, but you let us know in the comments, and then we'll have a look, and then tune into the next episode. Because that one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.